Well, yeah, man, this is episode number 16, bro. Episode 16, um, the most vulnerable player uh, with Eddie Senegal. So with Eddie, so a little bit older, I'd say maybe you graduated in 2014, right? Right. So I graduated 18, I'd say like four four years older. So you Mm -hmm. you probably went to school. I think you went to school with my sister maybe when she was a senior. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty like we we crossed paths just here and there. I know my, my brother went to school with um albert okay and i think uh my brother also knew your older brother as well oh, aaron so nice. um yeah but yeah when we, we crossed paths went to the same yeah. high school so um, we know each other but we don't really like yeah yeah, yeah yeah for sure but i'm glad I w- i'm been able to get you on bro it's no for it's sure dope. man I'm, I'm honored to be on um yeah when you asked me i was like yeah, well, yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do most it. vulnerable player. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Yeah, and sure. you, I love how you came in. You set the vibe. Like yeah. you're the first person, bro, to like just bring like your own setup and yeah. like just have. Um, I like what what was the what's the meaning behind that and what what um, kind of prompted you to to like just bring um, things that are kind of close to your heart, right? Um, I just felt like it was an opportunity. Yeah, um, just to show who I am, mm-hmm. um, show what I'm about big family guy um and i wanted to set the vibe like this to me is we're connecting like yeah. we're, we're family after this because yeah. this is my first time doing something like this so i wanted it to be right yeah i wanted it to be nice man i wanted to you know respect sure. the space and you know let, yeah. let, let's get it uh yeah let's get into it yeah, yeah. i love it dude i love I appreciate it appreciate that um so yeah man so uh what you've been up to lately so you you work at barone elementary right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you teach uh special ed special yeah, yeah. special education yeah, yeah man and uh how'd you get into that just picked it up um yeah. my, my mom's been teaching shout out to my mom um wonderful lady uh, she's been teaching um for probably 20 plus years but she really kind of got me into teaching my my sister's a teacher as well but um it was just something that came across and mm-hmm. many people don't pick it up because they're not sure what it's about or um that environment isn't you know it's unfamiliar to people so yeah. to me i just love people mm-hmm. all people so like that was something i was like yeah like i could do it yeah because i could do it and mm-hmm. i want to do it so it's been a blessing yeah to and me for sure. those kids like um you definitely I'm sure you learn a lot from just being around um, those kids, and yeah. I'm sure they teach you things as well yeah, every day, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, they teach me uh, some of the uh, disabilities that I had that mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily know um, yeah. growing up um, because it's gotten it's evolved over the years. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, they definitely are teaching me every day. It's something new. Yeah, um, the kids are amazing. Um, they're just like all the other kids. They just have you know things that they're working. Um, through yeah um, and i love to be there to help them um and it challenges me to figure out new ways to teach and to learn with the kids i love the kids for sure that's badass bro i like i like that and then um so what what was your upbringing like bro so you um were you born here in el paso texas um i'm originally from dallas texas um i moved here in 2000 Mm -hmm. so would have made me like six or seven um i moved out here um I'm the youngest of four, so you know how that. You, are you the youngest? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah, I am yeah, youngest, yeah. So yeah. you know how the 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 younger sibling siblings, stuff yeah. works. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, so you have a. So it's Albert, uh-huh. and then so it's Albert. It was Aaron who had, had passed. Yeah. Um, my big sister Amber, um, 
and then I had a little sister who also passed. So oh, it's yeah. two living and then two who uh, have went on yeah. with the Lord. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm the youngest of a four. Yeah. Of four. Yeah. And uh, were you guys all all really close? All really yeah. close. Um, my parents um, are preachers. Mm-hmm. Um, so really how we got to El Paso is my mom just, hey, this is something that we need to do. A lot of people get here through military. Mm-hmm. Um but we were one of the few that we had a cousin out here. My mom felt it would be a good place to raise a family. Yeah. Uh, so she brought us out here, and I've been here. And um, how old were you when you when you came out here? Um, I think I was six, so six. I was still fairly. So you still kind of remember the move a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So I still remember um, like Dallas. switching schools yeah, switching, and everything. Yeah, the transition. The um, it wasn't too much of a culture shock, but it was definitely something new that I yeah. wasn't. Uh, familiar with so um yeah we came out here fell in love with the city uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. because you're you're f- both your mom and dad are preachers mm-hmm. have you like have you always had just a re- like um, strong faith and relationship with god and yeah so i grew up in the church so like mm-hmm. i said my parents are uh ministers so i've always had that um connection and always um had them steering us in the right direction on where you're faith is mm-hmm. and um so i always knew god and uh grew up very um in that space which yeah. has been a blessing to me and i'm thankful for my father um for introducing me uh to god yeah so, for sure mm-hmm. and w- what role has, have you seen like has it played in your life i mean i'm sure many roles but yeah. more than anything is there anything in particular that like you can i mean the list is long yeah god has been tremendously good to me but um just having that that faith and that that core value to always bring you back when you get lost you Mm -hmm. know as you're growing up um you could kind of get lost in this world um and that's been the biggest um help for me is when I got older you know when you're a younger kid you don't really have I didn't have a choice you know Mm -hmm. you're going to church yeah that's how I was but once I got older um, my parents let me make that decision for myself because they understood that like nobody could cultivate that relationship with God for you. That's something that you yeah, have to do on your own. Yourself. Right. So what growing up made it um, more familiar and easy, not well, a little easier for me to like, hey, like because I had praying parents, yeah, uh, praying siblings that, you know, because I mean, me. I guess when you grow up in that, it's you're kind of so used to it, like you knowing the like just how to be close to God. But like for people who kind of never grew up in that, mm-hmm. um, but they want to get into it, it can be a very foreign thing. Like some people don't even know like how to pray or like, yeah. I mean, not there, I don't think there's like one way, but like it's definitely can be foreign to a yeah. lot of people just having that relationship and no, for sure. things like um, that. And that's what I tell people too. I mean, although I, I grew up in this, it didn't um, exempt me from going through my own processes mm-hmm. and going through my own you know, relationships with God, I still had to do it for myself. My parents couldn't do it for me. So I think the misconception is that like, oh, like you always had it, which, you know, is true. But as you get older and you start going through your own experiences, you have to learn and cultivate a relationship for yourself. Yeah. So um, it's definitely challenges, you know, with everything. But the one thing I love about God is, it could be new like it, it's still new to me every day it's still a new experience with mm-hmm. god even though uh 
I've been in it for a while. You yeah, know I mean? no, yeah. I get you. Um, yeah, for myself, like I, I grew up uh, like in the Catholic Church because mm-hmm. my my parents. Um, that's kind of how we were raised, right? Yeah. Um, but if I'm being honest, like I, I guess once I kind of went on on my own, let me have to live at home, but. Um, I mean, you get to a point where you kind of just start thinking for yourself and, and not that I think that, um, not that I kind of separated myself for any particular reason, but I guess for myself, I just wanted to understand why I believe in certain things. Like sometimes like when you grow up, you kind of just follow after your parents. Right. right? So I think I'm just kind of in the position right now where even though I still like believe in God and everything, I'm still, I just want to, I want to know why. I believe in these things. And so like I I get into conversations with like my friends, like James all the time. Like we go back and forth just on certain things. But um, like I said, I just try to be, I want to be open to different ideas and different Mm. um, experiences. But I definitely, I I definitely think that it helps. It can help a lot of people just having a relationship with, with even just a higher power. Cause I mean, we, life's hard, bro. And we go through, we go through a lot of different trials and tribulations and 100%. sometimes you kind of need something that's a little bit higher than yourself mm. to feel like it's for, it's not just for no reason. You know, you, right. you, you, you want to feel like there's, there's a reason behind like yeah. the things you're going through. Yeah. And, and that's a part of just like walking into your purpose. I mm-hmm. guess everybody is trying to find, um, their purpose in life and i've learned through my experiences my trials and tribulations that um god is always the way to you know finding your true purpose and walking mm-hmm. into your your destiny so yeah i definitely understand that for sure and um so you grew up and did you play sports like your entire life yeah so um yeah for as long as i can remember because um, then people kind of like growing up you, people knew as an athlete right, right. it's a really yeah, good yeah, athlete yeah, yeah right right um yeah so really just all my life um i felt like i've been playing sports basketball football really really mm-hmm. passionate about um and that's how some people may have um got introduced to me is yeah. through the athletics and stuff which is um phenomenal because I, I love to play yeah um, and what what role do you feel like it, it kind of played in your life kind of growing up? Um, it was an outlet. Yeah. Um, something that, you know, when you when you step out on that field or on that court, it's just you and, you know, the court or the, or, or the field. But it definitely shaped my life. Um, definitely helped me um, just pick up, you know, all of the things that sports really help you do. Like, mm-hmm finding those core, having discipline, um, whether if it was just waking up or putting in the extra time and the extra grind, it definitely helped me um, figure out, you know, where I wanted to go and what yeah. I wanted to be. So definitely, yeah. And the relationships you kind of build with oh, people, yeah. right? Like, man, what? I think the closest, my closest friends are people like I, I, like I hooped with or played football yeah. with. Like, I don't know, there's something about just kind of um, – that type of thing that just kind of builds a strong bond with yeah, with people. Yeah. yeah, you go to war out there with your brothers, man. It's, it's definitely different. And now that I think about it, I think all of my friends now, I, I've it's been through you through know sports through sports. Yeah, mainly. So for sure. yeah, that's really how it goes. And um, did you um did you have a did you like have a preference between basketball and football? Because I, I mean you're really yeah, good at both. Yeah. But. Uh, everybody always asks me this question, and um, I feel like my 
first love was basketball, just Mike and you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Kobe, all of those guys. Um, but I love football. It, it was really hard to choose. And in mm-hmm. high school, they try to make me choose all the time. Yeah, um, that's a thing, right? Yeah, like, them coaches yeah, are always, like, kind of. Yeah, literally, man. And I'm, I'm grateful for my father that he was there to be like, nah, he's playing both. Because yeah. it's easy to just be like, you know what? I am, you know, they're telling you, oh, you're better at basketball. Yeah, like, for sure. Football coaches are telling you, nah, like, you need to. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I was one of the athletes that got a chance to play both and be able to excel in both. Um, yeah. So I'm. It's, I can't even choose. I really do love them. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, yeah, and we kind of came up with the, like, the same, like, high school coaches and too. Yeah, so, like, yeah. what was that? Because me and James still talk about this all the time, but because you guys went to, uh, you guys went far, like, your senior yeah. year. You went to mm-hmm. the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was that like? Like, you guys were, I mean, that was a good squad, bro. Yeah. Was, we was ranked number one um, yeah. in the state of Texas. Um, I don't think any El Paso school had ever done that before. So, it was definitely a... Um, a high that I, I'll remember, you mm-hmm. know, forever playing with those guys. Um, Coach Lewis, um, rest in peace to Coach Forbes, who's yeah no longer with us. I call him Jimbo. Jimbo. He's a call him Unc all the time. <laughs> um, but, I mean, those memories are, are some of the ones that you'll never, you know, forget. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like we should have won a state, but I was grateful for, you know. Yeah. It was, just, I mean, it was a great program. I mean, yeah. bro, those practices were like hell. <laughs> Man, listen, I would, I would get into those practices, but they'll be um, calling the cops <laughs> yeah. and getting some people arrested for what was Dude. going on in those yeah. in that facility. Man, but it made us better and, for sure. Um, I appreciate it now because it helped me know that, like, hey, okay, like you got to work hard, um, even harder than hard because that's what. Coach Lewis had us doing. Shout out to yeah. Coach Lewis, man. Shout He's out. Doing a very good job at Chapin. Uh, so, yes, sir. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that that was a crazy – I mean, people don't really understand. Like, it was <laughs> – it was that to this was, day, it might be some of the hardest things I ever had to, had to go through, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was – it was tough. Those miles, man. Those, yeah. um, those <laughs> long practices, those – 28s. Yeah, and I'm coming right from football. So, this is after getting, you know, yeah. trying to not get hit and then mm-hmm. – come to a practice that's like all right the intensity just went higher i just got in the building like yeah right, we're, we're about to turn and, it up a little bit and now like i'm a little bit older like i really respect that and like it's it was good for us because like it's crazy this the tone that they want you like every practice like mm-hmm. you you gotta bring you have to bring yeah, you to. have to be in it yeah. like if your energy isn't there, mm-hmm. like it's you have to be one hundred percent every time, and if not, it's gonna be an issue. One hundred percent. There were some dogs out there, man, and it was it's really good. Get eight, or you gotta, you know what I'm saying. So we had to come with that intensity, come with that. Uh, Coach Lewis did a very good job of lighting a, a fire under us and yeah. getting us riled up, so we yeah. could play hard. And the results, I mean, the proof was in the pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't win it, but I mean. Yeah, and then the I mean, team after us went to the final four. Final four, so that just shows you that, like, hey, like this is how deep we were. Yeah, in the lead eight, then final four. Um, we had a bunch of great guys on that squad, man. For sure, sure. Nah, that was breeding a bunch of good. Andrus was, was all the hoopers, some yeah, dogs, man, yeah, yeah, not for sure. Um, but yeah, you so you ended up. Uh, so you're did you know what you wanted to do, like? Um, because you, you went to UTEP mm-hmm. to play football. Right. So how did that kind of um, pan out? Like, so you, when did you know that you were going to go play at UTEP? So I wanted to play basketball and football in college. I mm-hmm. mean, 
many people weren't doing that so i was really trying to find a space where like you know like i could go do both yeah um, and it kind of just presented itself where um coach kugler who was um who came down to the school was just like uh you know the whole recruiting thing and i was like nah like it, it's time for me to get out of el paso um, yeah I wanted something, you know, you know how you think that you want something. And um, I had a couple other offers out of town and everybody was always like, man, you need to just leave. You yeah. need to just leave. Um, so I had already had my mind set. Um, and the coaches came, they offered and they were just like, yeah, you could play basketball, football, just come like come take a visit. And I was like, I'm not going to take a visit, mm-hmm. um, which for any athlete always take all of your visits. You know yeah. what I mean? Um and I took the visit with low expectations of like, man, I'm not, you know, staying here. Yeah. And they just blew me out the water with their presentation, you know, and I loved it. And I ended up. Um, yeah. So staying. can you explain that? Like, because, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't yeah. go through that recruiting process, yeah. bro. So, like, I mean, just just from a lot, just allowing my family to be a part of that. So my brother, you know, my mom, my dad got to come, you know, they rolled the red carpet out for you. Um, they have a spread you know yeah ready for you you go up into the um lkd and you get to look out at the sun bowl through those, yeah. those big windows and i was like man like can i imagine playing here um i just played high school here and i had a pretty good you know fan base of following of people who um enjoy watching me play so once they presented that like hey like listen if you come here like i'm telling you you're gonna get fan love from the city you know which they did um, yeah and they kind of just did that um just and just show me around and um the rich history that uh utep has not a lot of people you know know about it yeah. know about it and, and it's a, it's kind of disappointing bro because i mean yeah that's cool i mean there's so many good like it's a good really yeah. good school bro but mm. like I, I don't know how it is now but um for sure like utep wasn't getting especially for football much of a crowd yeah. for a while mm. um but anyways so yeah but did you so when you took that visit did you know like at that visit that you were going to well, go or you still no, had to kind of... I still was kind of just like, you know, trying to like, all right, I still had another visit to PV, um, mm-hmm. Prairie View, and I was just like, you know, um, I'm going to take it. Um, I got a call from Alvin and was like, yeah, like, this is the place that you need to be. Um, I prayed and it worked out and I'm glad that I made that decision because it ended up really working out mm-hmm. for my favor because right after high school i wasn't able to get in um and meet the qualifiers um there's qualifiers that you have to meet with mm-hmm. grades and everything i wasn't able to meet them for two years oh so you didn't go to utep so, right after so i had to wait two years before oh, i even okay. went and i don't think anybody else any other school would have yeah. waited for an mm-hmm. athlete yeah. and it helped that i had people that i grew up playing with over there alvin and aaron was over there yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was just like one of those things i was like man like let me go team up with them them yeah. guys yeah, yeah. and so, so you had to wait two years what were you doing in that in those two years so before in those two years i was really and and these were you know kind of just getting to those trials and tribulations of like you know the stuff but i had to take you know the sat mm-hmm. sat um and just didn't really do like we, we didn't really you know I, at least i didn't really take them 
in high school, I think I took it once. And, yeah. You know, it was kind of like, you know, you don't worry about it. Um, yeah. It's kind of at the, you weren't worried about it at the time. You yeah, know? yeah. Right. Um, so I didn't really prepare for it. And uh, I didn't know that later on it was going to, um, you know, bite me in the butt. Um, so over that time, I was kind of just, you know, down and depressed, trying to figure out like, man, God, you, you blessed me with this opportunity. And then it feels like you're taking it away from me. Like, what are you trying to teach me? Yeah. You know, um, so over that period of time, I was at the crib, you know, trying to just figure out like, okay, how can I get into college? So yeah. I had to take those tests. Uh, I ended up taking them six times before I actually passed and was yeah. able uh, to play it. That was, so around 2016 was when I when got, you a got a chance. Yeah, so, yeah that's, yeah. that's so yeah, doing, so you graduated and then damn yeah that's tough because you're you know you're good enough but it's right. like there's still something that you kind of need to really just overcome just to get to like that opportunity just, yeah yeah that was really tough yeah. and I mean, were you were you were working out through those two years yeah or? yeah so i was really working out just having faith that like god you're staying you, ready yeah just yeah. staying ready for two years you could kind of get discouraged and mm-hmm. you go through all of the emotions the ups and downs of like god like you know you could lose your faith a little bit because it's just like, God, like, listen, this test is, I, I wasn't prepared, you know, for this, yeah. you know, testing, just having to take it over and yeah. over, like, you know, and you have the coaches and the players like, yo, like, are you coming? Like, yeah. and I didn't want to, you know, like, please don't give up to yeah. me. So I'm, I'm super grateful for Coach Kugler for So he stayed in that. contact. Yeah, stayed just... in contact with me and was encouraging me like hey like you're gonna you're gonna get yeah. it and once you do um you're gonna be able to come in and excel so yeah did I'm you feel that. like uh like when you saw like the people you graduated with kind of mm-hmm. like playing and like yeah, everything yeah, like what that yeah. feel like i mean just you know i was happy for my brothers who went on t- to go but everybody left so it was literally just me like all and of my you're friends. just at home yeah, i'm just at home trying to figure out you know what to do with my life because now it's just like all right well, if i'm not going to college and i'm not playing football what am i supposed to do you know mm-hmm. when you have goals and aspirations you write them down and you make them plain it could be hard to try to adjust that you know mm-hmm. so being 18 i'm like listen you know you could kind of be down and i'm grateful for my mom and my dad mm-hmm. who supported me you know through those times of like deep depression or yeah. just just deep you know you and what, get, what does that feel like what did that feel like for you like um it's just those lows of like not knowing not knowing your purpose mm-hmm. you know so it's hard you're on autopilot now because you don't really know your purpose nothing's exciting you or making you happy you, you don't feel like you've um accomplished you know this is something that everybody wants for you um but you can't get to it. And then it's, it felt like because it was home, it was like a touch away. Like, man, like I could I could feel it. It was hard to watch the games knowing that like, yo, like I should be out there helping and contributing mm-hmm. to my brother. So th- that time was like, I felt like one of the, my first challenges is of like just going through s- something that's like, all right, this is, this is just me and you now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it helped me. Um, formulate a new relationship with God like mm-hmm. I had to talk to him I had to really pray and really go off of faith yeah because um, it was something that like 
I couldn't see, I couldn't touch. It's just like, yo, God, like, I, I need you to help me yeah. pass this test. Uh, and he did. So yeah. I, I was grateful when I, I passed it, that feeling of relief, like, yeah, what'd that feel like, bro? Oh, like, man, once... like, let's get it. Yeah, yeah let's let, let's turn it up, yeah. man. Let's put this 2-1 on and uh, let's let's go rap, man. So That's so dope. Yeah, and, it, and I'm glad it happened that way because yeah. I, I learned so much about myself, um, the resilience that you have to have. Um, and, it, and it shaped me for all of the other trials and tribulations I went through after that and the ones that you're still going to go. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to go through those times where you're not where you want to be, um, but just pushing and keep going is really, yeah, you know, for sure. The only way I, uh, the last interview I had was, um, with Marquis Sumter. So he, he's, so my sister went to Western mm-hmm. and it, it was a division two. Um, but Marquise was playing on the football team when she was there, mm-hmm. but basically he graduated in, in 2014. And then he was, he basically got a call his senior year of college that, uh, from an agent that he was I mean people were looking like he was on a radar right, but it's a crazy story because it, it reminds me of yours where it's like it took him from literally from 2014 he didn't get his first shot to uh to play to play professionally till like 2019 bro yeah so for those five years he's literally just like damn is this really for me like I'm putting in like I've done everything right I put in all this work and it's just like he, he gets to that same point where he's like damn like God, like I've, I feel like I've really given everything I have, and it's like I'm not, I'm not where I want to be. be. So right. he, he was just kind of questioning everything. So that's that's crazy because yeah. a lot of people really go through that that time. And that yeah, and that lets me know that I'm on the the right path because uh, I I, I love to hear that, and I watched a little bit of that interview mm-hmm. too. Um, but yeah, because that's kind of how I feel, and that's how I felt like, mm-hmm. man, you know, trying to get that opportunity, trying to get that shot. I mean, my story is different from everybody else's. His mm-hmm. was. Five, I feel like mine is still, you know, ongoing. But just knowing that other people went through similar yeah. challenges is always like, all right, God, like, yeah. I trust you. Like, and and also we t- we talked about like, and you, you touched on it too, how you can the fact that you went through that in those two years of just like really just tough times, like mm-hmm. you can kind of draw back from those experiences. So like once once you kind of hit another rough patch or once you go through another challenge you look back and you're like, I've been through, I've been yeah. through some shit, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I can, I, I know I can get yeah, through yeah. this. And kind of just putting your head down. Um, I, and I call it seasons of isolation. I don't know if you've ever went through a season of isolation. And I feel like I've been through many, um, just my time on this earth of just like isolation when it feels like you're alone or mm. you want to be alone to kind of just regroup and yeah. reshape. And with those times of isolation, allowed me to do was to hear god i felt like mm-hmm. so it can be a good thing a season of isolation right okay. right 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 um because it allowed me to to hear sometimes you get so consumed with um your your life whether that be work or relationships or whatever it is you, it could be so consuming that you could get lost you know for sure yeah lost in it in so a, like yeah i mean i talk, i i kind of think about all the time how like there's so many things that are happening within our lives and it's really sometimes it can be hard to kind of stay true to your vision and mm-hmm. what you're what mm-hmm. you really who you are as a person and what you want to do because there's just so much shit going on bro all the right. time and it's you definitely need to have those periods where you 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 isolate yourself a little bit and you just kind of remember why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. right and just yeah. so you can lock back in in yeah, a way yeah, for sure 
And so, yeah, so after those two years, you finally pass the test, mm. and then you, it's go time. So what's, uh, you start working out, or, like, yeah. how you, is it just in time for football season once you're ready, or, like, mm-hmm. how so is it? So it's spring, so mm-hmm. I got into the, the spring, and it was kind of um, – uphill from there you get into um your workouts you get into and did, were you starting from like the bottom of the roster like yeah, yeah. so they were kind of you know waiting for me so yeah. you know i still had to go out there you improve know prove yourself yeah pr- prove myself which yeah. was great you know i loved it but once i got in the mix and you know they was able to trust me enough to start me and put me on that field yeah. man it, it was it was up for sure yeah. man so. and I, I bet if it's an amazing feeling bro like once you kind of been locked down for like two years oh, and then man. you're like damn i can finally do do me out yeah, here yeah <laughs> man it was definitely that man and then i got to be out there with some good athletes some some good yeah people. you guys so, were really yeah yeah so solid. it was it was really fun to just be out there yeah. like did you get to play with aaron yeah, yeah so i played one year with them and brad was a was amazing like yeah. i'm just like you know but we grew up playing against each other yeah. anyway, so it was just like I knew what type of dog he was. Yeah. I knew what type of work ethic he put in. Um, so for me to, like, go in there and be able to learn from him um, and just all the other athletes that were out Is there. Devin, was Devin out there too? Yeah, so I got to yeah. play. But, you know, I, went, I played um, football. And, and um, basketball with yeah, Devin, yeah. Great athlete too. Uh, yeah. Shout out to uh, uh Devin, man, um, and all these north like northeast just athletes, north, bro. Like literally, everybody I'm naming is from is from the northeast, man. Yeah. So I I got a chance, you know. So just being out there with your brothers, man, going to war, um, the trips, just just the whole camaraderie, locker room stuff like yeah. that, man. It was it was definitely a blessing for me to be out there. Yeah, and what's uh what's something that not many people uh would maybe think or know about like just being a college athlete, like uh. Maybe it's something good, something bad, yeah. like just just, just the, the amount of discipline you have to have because it's um it's football, it's school. If you want to have a personal life, it's it's a full time job to be a, a student athlete. Um mm-hmm. and then on top of that I had just had um a daughter. Um so I was twenty just getting into school and then just having a daughter. So now I'm just like, All right, God, like you helped me build this, but you also gave me a new responsibility on top of this. Yeah. Now I'm in school. How am I going to take care of it? Yeah. So know? was that scary for you at the oh, time? Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. yeah, terrifying, you know, trying to just figure out how I'm going to do both now. Like, you know, but it was another test. It was another thing that I had to depend on God for, you mm-hmm. know. So I think he designed it like, all right, now you're here. But now you have to really focus because you have people who um, you have somebody who's you have to provide for. So mm-hmm. it kept me focused on that and it helped me. OK, you know, I was driving back um, to San Antonio every two weeks to go make sure that, you know, my presence was felt. Yeah. Because I couldn't be there full time. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, it was definitely a, another challenge. Even during the se- during the season, too? Mostly during the spring, during, during the, the season, spring, yeah. yeah. Mostly during the time, the times that you know weekends, yeah. You know? Weekends, so yeah. just trying to find those pockets of time, which that's what really you know helped me later on. Is like when you have a full schedule, finding those pockets of times are super important. Yeah, and, uh, if you want to do it, you could do it. That's what I was gonna say, it, it, and it kind of teaches you, it shows you that if you you make time for yeah, you what value. you care about, yeah, what yeah, you love. I, I really felt that um, when it was just like. You know, believe people when they when they want to do something, they'll figure out a way to, to do it. Yeah. So I figured out a way to try to stay as um, connected as possible. Um, but, yeah, that was just 
another challenge. But yeah, just staying disciplined, staying focused, and really locking in on your mm-hmm. goals because it's easy to slip into something that's not um, conclusive to you know what you want to do. Yeah. So, and is it very? I mean, super competitive. Everybody's there is uh, yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super competitive. Um, but you always gonna know the dogs from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just getting out there, and establishing. And I'm a dog, and I'm I'm coming to whoever in front of me. Yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, you got to get this work. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> and would y'all scrimp like y- y'all would go first O versus first D? First yeah, D yeah. Like just yeah, that that first season um was it was something because we was going live, you know, mm-hmm. during season, which is not normal, mm-hmm. you know, for people to do. But uh, we weren't winning too much you know so yeah. we were going who's the best team that you played that year that did you remember like your probably texas texas oh yeah, yeah, we, played texas. yeah we played texas in el paso or in, we played it in in, in texas in with, te- yeah. yeah so imagine just being in front of all of those you couldn't hear anything it yeah. was yeah it was it was very live mm-hmm. it was very live but now we played a lot of good teams um i'll have to pull up the schedule yeah. i don't even remember who was all on that schedule, I know we didn't win many games. Though, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's hard to win but in college, it is, bro. It is. It, it's really hard, and that's what fans and people don't understand. Like, because yeah. it's coaching, but it's also players too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's a combination mm-hmm. of of things. So yeah, yeah those scrimmaging, um, fights, um, scuffles. Uh, you know the whole. Yeah. The whole, yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. nine. And what, what was it like playing um, at the Sun Bowl, like in front of like your uh, basically yeah, your family, yeah. your friends? Nah, it was it was live. It was definitely an experience. It was fun. You know, I like to have fun out there. So I'm playing around. Um, my daughter gets to see me play. My family gets to see me play. So you know, um, it's always a sight when you have people in the stands that you know know I care about you. It make you play a little harder. And, yeah, uh, I think that definitely helped me because I knew I had like my people's there so yeah. i had to put on a show any for sure any chance i got yeah. yeah yeah that's so dope um and so you played for four like four years so yeah i i played two seasons um mm-hmm. and then with coach coogs um then we got a different coach mm-hmm. um so i had price i may have had a a, a a plethora of coaches just because you know when system is down, you know. Yeah, they, they switch coaching stuff. They switch yeah. coaching. So, I got to play with Cougs, uh, Demel as well. So, yeah, I played what? So, two seasons I, I played, played. And then mm-hmm. t- 2018, I redshirted. Um, mm-hmm. And then 2019, played another season. And then 2020, everything happened with COVID. With COVID, yeah. Else. So, I ended up um, not being with the team anymore, um, waiting around. And then I ended up going to So Ross uh, last year and uh, finishing up my seventh year of eligibility. Yeah. Don't ask me how. <laughs> Did you that. play? Yeah. yeah. You played out there too? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just played out there. Um, we didn't do very good, but I, I put up some pretty good numbers. Got yeah. a chance to get some more film on tape. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you, do you still, yeah. And, when you were playing college, did you do you still have aspirations to play anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. So that's really why I went instead of. Uh, I know people go, you know, play overseas, but um, the opportunity presented itself where, you know, I could go to a Division two and still play. Yeah. Um, and it was really by the grace of God because I was literally praying like God, like I don't know how I'm gonna get back into it because when you take time off, you know, a lot of things could could happen. For sure. So. I wanted to go make sure that I was 
could still compete could still play, yeah. yeah at the at the highest or a, a high level and mm-hmm. i got an opportunity to do that put it on film and uh put a tape together and uh now i'm just tr- training and seeing how god will work it out whatever yeah. that may be you know so are you I mean? trying to play professionally right now i, I am trying to play professionally yeah. right now so and so what you what's your workouts like like you you try to work out every yeah, day yeah, yeah. yeah so i work out with um chris yeah yeah chris um shout out to chris who's been helping me through the process um yeah, yeah he's been he's, uh, he's dope bro he's, like he's, uh, he's, dope, he's a genius <laughs> yeah. no seriously no seriously man he's a wizard with the the science and the mm-hmm. art of it and uh getting you right uh, yeah. and i also work out a top view shout out to them they've been doing amazing things yeah. opening up locations and stuff nah, I've, like I've, that. Uh, yeah. i haven't been there myself but i've heard a lot of good yeah, things yeah top view is a uh, legit man so getting in there when i can and um get my workouts in so i'm grateful that you know they've always kept it open and you know show love to the athletes who are really you know consistently trying to you know get better yeah you know? for sure and then um so how, how do you so in this process of you trying to like play pro, like how do you just stay motivated and how do you stay ready and how, what's, what's your mindset? Um, and we talked about those periods of time where, you know, you had to, you know, wait and, you know, prepare. And that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I'm kind of just letting God take the lead. You know, I don't know how I'm going to do it or how it could be done, but that's the great thing about faith. It's something that you can't, see or do mm-hmm. only thing that i can control are the controllables which is getting up every day working out um hitting the field um and seeing where you know that goes yeah so, yeah just it's really just taking it day by day 100%. right because i feel like when times that i've i've um kind of been that I know I have something to accomplish, but it's I know it's far ahead. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can kind of get overwhelmed when you kind of look at how far you have to go right. and like what has to happen. But I find that when like I just take every day for what it is and just kind of focus on the day. Or yeah, how, how impossible it may look yeah. on the on the outside. Which yeah, I, I believe that God works miracles and He does the impossible. So mm-hmm. yeah, those are things that. I no longer let it concern me so you don't get overwhelmed or yeah. you don't feel this way. I just, God, I'm I'm leaving it in your hands, and if this isn't for me, then lead me to where I could best serve you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm at in all aspects of my life. Yeah. Like I'm letting God lead because when I didn't, it had me in some places that, you know, I shouldn't have been in. Um, so I'm grateful to even be here talking yeah. to you, man, for real. And so do you, do you think that um – let's just say something doesn't pan out the way you expect it to, or you want it to be. You think that can tr- like that work? I don't, cause I don't think the work you put in goes to waste. I think right. it just kind of, you think it can translate into other things. No, hundred percent. You may be, you know, we as people, we kind of get, you know, lost in like, this is what I want to do. Like, and when you set your mind to it, when it doesn't happen, you could kind of get discouraged. But uh, what I've learned is you may want this, but God may have something better for you. So continue doing, you know, what you say you want to do because prayer without works is dead. And whatever happens, mm-hmm. trust that this was supposed to happen. So, yeah, like whatever you're doing definitely can translate into something else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just get, like you just have to keep your mind open to like you said, just just 
continue to go like work towards what you're working towards, but maybe another opportunity yeah, presents itself. Yeah, and, and keeping your um mind open to that. You know, mm-hmm. you can't be locked on to things that you know. Maybe maybe this is not for you, and that's real, and that's honest, and that's you know. Yeah. So yeah, being open to new ideas, I'm super open to whatever God you know presents to me, and that's why I was super um, happy and grateful that you asked me you know to come on because mm-hmm. I don't think a year ago I, I could have it was it would have been too much for me but um God's timing is perfect you know when it happened when you asked me it's just all aligned mm-hmm. so uh it was sure great. Yeah. yeah um is there like a specific uh I'm sure you have many moments but maybe one that comes to mind where like an event or a moment in your life where maybe it was early on that kind of changed the way you thought about things or just kind of really impacted you in a way yeah, for sure. I, I think the death of my siblings um, mm-hmm. really changed, you know, everything. Um, losing people is always hard, um, but losing your brother or your or your sister. My sister was fairly young. Um, my sister's name was Alyssa, and uh, I named my daughter, you know, after mm-hmm. her. So God gave me another Alyssa. So that yeah. that, that was always um, that's amazing. Good. Bro. Yeah, but losing my brother, um, who was seventeen at the time, I was twelve. Um, and so you still fully like, yeah. So that was one that like, I was, you know, I remember losing my sister, um, because I remember everybody's, you know, reaction. I think being the youngest, I was able to observe more than anything. You know, when you're young, things affect you differently. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was able to just kind of watch and, and I do remember that, but I just remember my brother, um, when, when he passed how big of a moment it was for not only just our family, but, you know, for our Paso and the people who, you know, he did know. So that definitely yeah, changed my life. And I mean, my brother was, he, he knew he was yeah, impacted by that too. Right. So like, yeah, it's, I can't imagine what that was like, you know? Mm-hmm. And my parents, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, I was 11, um, 12 years old, but the way that my parents and my, my brother, um, and my sisters handled it really helped me, you know, and they pushed me. But I remember before my brother died that, you know, he was saying my my brothers were also pretty good athletes. But mm-hmm. I just remember him saying, like, you're going to be the you're going to be the best out of mm-hmm. us. You're going to have an opportunity to take it way farther um, than we ever took it. Um, and I think that that really shaped it and, and made me all in with the with the football and the basketball because of those words and because of those, you know, because of that moment. I remember after he died, um, he died in March. I want to say in August, I was playing football again. And I remember the first game I ever played, uh, I scored three touchdowns and I was just like, all right, like this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. This mm-hmm. is where I could come. And that, I, that stuff doesn't, affect me here yeah. you know what I mean so that's kind of where you know my peace was what was that though but the older I get the more that I've realized how much it really did affect me mm-hmm. you know um, no I can't yeah because sometimes I think also just as men sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't directly like we don't full of feel the full effects of it in the moment right but I think it definitely, like, whether it's in our subconscious mind, like, it, it definitely affects us in other aspects of life, right, where we we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. And how how do you think it affected you when you were like just a little older? Just you know when when I start to um pull back the layers um and like I said football was my basketball those were my my havens of mm-hmm. where I felt but when I no longer had that when those those periods of of time of isolation where you know I was trying to you know that two year period it really you know you kind of just sit you know you kind of sit in those in those thoughts and these are still layers that I'm still trying to pull back mm-hmm. to to really get to the core of like, yeah, you know, like this affected me um, in ways that I didn't know, like just having anxiety and yeah. and just you know stemming from you know being scared of yeah. um, something happening to you know the people that are around me now. You know, it's a little yeah. bit of like because I know it can happen yeah. at any moment, and it's very real. Um, it does a little, you know, give me a little like yeah. How was your yeah? How how was yours and Albert's like relationship when that happened? Like, did you guys yeah um, help each other out a lot? Yeah, no, for sure. My brother, um, my big brother, man, he he's amazing. Uh, really, just took care of me in those times, man. That, that was a time where I really got to see him. Really, you know, hurt. I remember being at the funeral and him just, you know really crying because I was really his best friend you know yeah because they they were how many years yeah I think they're like 16 months or 18 months apart you know so they were really really you know close but just getting a chance to watch him and how he took care of me with whatever I needed because he was 18 he was going to college so like I couldn't imagine me losing my brother at 18 because you know at 18 you know you feel like you got you're trying to figure life out. You know what sure. I mean? That's yeah. a very vulnerable age for 100%. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it really brought us closer together. And the thing that I will say about his death that is positive is that it really gave me a foundation of like love. It, it made me appreciate the relationships, the time, the quality, you know, since that time, you know, me and him two peas in a pot we were always like that because i'm his his little brother you know so he was always gone but now it just the i love you's mean a little more when you know that you 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 know stuff that we don't let stuff bother us because like listen like it's way deeper than anything it's way deeper than and it helped me like cultivate like family this is what's important you know what i mean because yeah, you could you could lose your life today, and life moves on, you know. And I knew my brother, um, knew God, and he's in heaven. Um, but you know, the presence is still like, man. Uh, but yeah, my brother um, has been my my rock. He still is, man. He's still looking out for me, making sure I'm good. But it definitely brought us closer. You know? Yeah, mm. yeah, and, and like like I said, back to like in life, we just we get so caught up in little shit you know mm-hmm. like just little things that like they're important and they definitely can affect us but at the end of the day like family like i know when i'm going through my toughest moments and then i just realize like i still got my family bro like For my sure. family it's it's yeah. everything like i mean i call my brother right now he'll be here you know what yeah. i'm saying uh, and uh yeah and it made me again appreciate and look at life you know differently you, you have a brother you said uh, yeah my older brother so he's my brother's 33, I'm 23, mm-hmm. and then Steph is 20, 
29 mm. so we're what is your relationship like with your brother are y'all pretty close as well Oh, for oh, sure yeah. yeah like my even though it's 10 years apart mm. but i mean that's like my best friend like yeah. we we still a brother's relationship is like yeah shout out to gq synagogue yeah. man that's that, <laughs> that's that guy for sure yeah nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You passed me all the sauce. Yeah, you passed me all the sauce. If y'all was wondering, like, yeah, I gotta get credit to Big Bro, man. For sure. And I love the father that he is, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wish Carter was here. I was trying to, you know, but he got school in the morning, so you gotta make sure, man. For sure. Yeah, awesome, man. No, I love his his little kids, man, and then Christian, right? Yeah, yeah. They're fun. I, and the school, because, I mean, my little nephew, Asen, like, they're all they're all going to grow up together, yeah, too. I hope they all nice. go to Andrews, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and be, you know, do better than, you know, what we did. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the that's the real goal, and that, to me, is what success feels like, is when your family is good, and the fact that, you know, I could be around my nephews. My sister um, has some nephews, uh, has some sons, two sons and a, and a daughter as well, so, like, that to me is like what's cool because they think I'm the coolest ever. So like, yeah. you know, nobody could tell me anything, man. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's really dope, man. And your sister, you said, uh, what's the relationship like? Where? Well, super close, bro. Like, yeah. we're 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 very similar as people too. So like, she kind of she's she's dealt with a lot of the same things as far as when it comes to like anxiety and stuff. Yeah. Like, very similar. So we're there for each other all the time, bro. If she's if she's going through something, like she knows she can call me and like. I'll pick up or if she ever needs anything with like my nephew like she knows it's like yeah. i'll be there no matter what so yeah, shout out to the sisters man yeah. that, like man shout out to my sister amber who's really like my second mom yeah that's to, what it know, is yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying man just being a little brother than having a big sister um they're very protective they're very yeah, catering like yeah, they for yeah. sure man shout out to my sister man mm-hmm. I'm, i miss you i love you yeah, for sure <laughs> does she live in el paso she lives in virginia oh, sure. yeah she lives yeah. in virginia uh so we'll go see them for thanksgiving and have all of the kids there it's gonna yeah. be so special man but yeah i know how it is having just a you know, big sister. For right sure. Now. And even just, like, the, like, you mentioned the nephews, and, like, I look at my nephew, bro, and, like, that's the one, like, don't get me wrong, I'll do anything for my family, but that's the yeah. one kid that, like, yeah. he can yeah, do whatever. no wrong, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. anything he needs, I'm, like, mm. even if he's being, like, I don't know, I just have, like, there's something about him. It's a him, special, yeah, it's a special sure. type of love and, yeah. and connection, man. And, yeah, my nephews, my nieces, they could get whatever out of me, yeah. and that's kind of my way of, and my, my my people's back, my sister, my brother for all of the all of the stuff they've done for me, um, all the stuff they're gonna do for me, but just for being a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. over my life. Like I said, being the youngest comes with its responsibilities as well. Um, so being the oldest comes with the responsibilities. Sure. So man, super grateful to have siblings that I'm I'm close with um, that I could talk to, man. Because you know, they got some people out there, man. People not talking to their brothers, yeah, and their sisters, man. Yeah. It's so crazy, um, you know. But me losing one, just all of that was like, listen, yeah, that's we're not gonna ever be in no space where we're not talking to each yeah. other and stuff like that, man. So yeah, that, that that's crazy to me sometimes to think about how like yeah, there's there's brothers and sisters that don't speak, yeah, and it's like. Yeah, that's like, everything for me like yeah. that's everything so yeah but i mean i think i think bridges can be mended no matter what i think it's just 100%. a matter of it's a big ego thing at it's the end a, of the day yeah, yeah. I've, I've realized that a lot of things could be fixed with a conversation a for lot sure. of things is just miscommunication or you know a ego thing um for sure so yeah y'all gotta let that ego 
go mm-hmm. whatever it is man let it go because it's nothing more important than family yeah for sure number one family mm-hmm. um speaking of family bro what's your father father of two sure yes yes and what's what's that really like what's that like being a father i mean i got girls man so you see i got i, I always gotta have roses in case you know mm-hmm. I, I see them man but it's definitely been a tremendous blessing you know over me being a girl dad you know it helps you stay in your your feminine element you know i feel mm-hmm. like i'm always in my soft like you know um it's a learning process because they're they're girls right you mm-hmm. know what i mean so um yeah man i love my daughters uh adara uh, who's three uh just turned three october 7th and Alyssa, who will be eight december 3rd man yeah yeah they've been a tremendous blessing mm-hmm. and me, what, what have you learned uh just through being a father and um someone who's i mean you had the experience as well you you became you had your first daughter at 20 years old mm-hmm. so what what would you tell someone who's in that same position who's about to have a kid and they're i mean they're 20 they're just young what yeah would, just stay connected um be as present as possible um it may not always feel right or look right on you know but as long as you stay connected and as present as possible that's that's all that, that's the best that you could do um and that's the advice i get you be as present be there as much as you can I understand that life happens you know but mm-hmm. if you wanted to you know you would so yeah only thing i can say is just try to be there and, I, and that's what i'm trying to do um and i'm glad i'm not where i was you know every day is a learning experience every day is i'm trying to grow to be a better father and be a better man for them so everything that i do is for you know them for them to see that like all right dad didn't always have it together he didn't always do it the right way but he tried and mm-hmm. he gave 100 percent uh and that's just what i'm trying to do every day is give 100 percent give effort um, yeah yeah for sure yeah that's something in the last part we were talking about too how like it's really not even like when they're at such a young age they don't remember what you buy them like they don't remember yeah. like the shoe yeah. like whatever they all they remember is if you if you're there and like if you're uh they just want to play with you they just yeah. want you to be there with them 100 percent, man and that's what i'm trying to do is create just moments you mm-hmm. know however i can like let's just create a moment it doesn't have to be you know too much but yeah that's literally you know what i'm trying to do um be a better man they they help me um to do that and definitely i mean having girls that definitely give you a different perspective on just women period um mm-hmm. and the way that you want to treat them um and that's how I, I try to go out every day um and just put the best product on you know for sure yeah on, on paper for them to see that like hey like this is how you're supposed to you know be treated yeah that's that's what i'm trying to create like yeah. listen this is how you're supposed to be treated and don't settle for anything less than what i'm giving you yeah. I know i have to be that example uh and every day i'm just trying to be better than i was you know than that's all you can day. do bro that's it yeah and um for sure that's like uh i heard someone like i was talking to someone and they were saying how like actually having women in your life or having like a sister mm. um you can sometimes tell or like someone has like a, a, a an important uh like a female in their life right usually you can tell in the way they interact with 100%. like other females yeah. and just because you 
you know like yeah you just kind of know that they have a, some like important uh women in their life yeah no for sure man uh shout out to their mothers who, mm-hmm. who do an awesome job um with doing everything that they have to do um to provide and be you know somebody that they could look up to as well man so mm-hmm. yeah definitely um grew up with my mom and my sister you know so i definitely always had that you know that love of women and love mm-hmm. of like they need to be nurtured and uh and cared for so yeah not for sure i think that definitely helped and i'll be i wonder why god like god you gave me two daughters <laughs> hey two? that's gotta that's gotta say something about <laughs> two? two is like yeah, okay that's like, crazy yeah like you want me okay <laughs> there's something that i'm supposed to be learning and i i definitely have and uh it's definitely that you yeah. need to be more intentional but without how you treat not just all people but women mm-hmm. in general you know you growing up and you're young and you may not always make the right decision ab- about women or to women you know so yeah. um definitely learning from those experiences and like learning how to you know yeah and yeah. Are, you, are you together with uh the mom no no no, no, no. no they're um doing their own um uh, thing and i'm super happy for them um that they still allow me to build my relationship with my daughters, man. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them um, for being great. Yeah, yeah. for that. Co- yeah. Co-parenting is it's tough. It's important. Yeah, yeah and it's, it's tough. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's hard. But you know, when you love somebody, you yeah, you got to do it. And that's why I said sometimes it's just about the effort. You yeah. know, sometimes you're gonna have to run through loops, but they're worth it. So yeah, yeah I sure. run through whatever loops I, I have to. Um, Mm-hmm. And w- when it comes to like uh, just building like a romantic relationship with someone or just being with someone, do you feel like it's changed in like in our time or modern like just uh, um, maybe just finding someone or like just trying to be build something with someone? Like, do you think it's been harder in recent years or do you think it's just something that's always been just a challenge in a way? Because um, I feel like there's a lot of people that talk about nowadays where it's like it's pretty dark to. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's definitely changed. I mean it's it's gonna change and yeah. evolve over over time, right? Um, yeah, and I'm sure it's probably harder to be in a relationship, you know, in these times than yeah. it probably was, you know, then. So, yeah, I'm just being more intentional about everything that I do um, when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. Um, again, having two daughters to give you a different perspective on how like you now you treat them, you know. So yeah, I'm definitely taking my time and uh, trying to just allow God to whoever I'm supposed to be in my life, you know, For let sure. them be in my life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's definitely. What do you think? I mean, you're you're a little. <laughs> how do you feel about you know? I feel like I I've been there and done that. So like you know, my experiences is is you know it's different. Yeah, yeah. But how do you feel about? Uh, Honestly, bro, like I, it's easy to kind of generalize in a way mm. um I, but i think there's i think the right person's out there for everybody 100%. at the end of the day yeah and um as a per, as as i try to be honest with myself and who i am as a person and i know like i know what my intentions are all the time right like i'm always i'm always gonna i have i want intention behind everything i do and so mm-hmm. no matter who comes into my life like if if i really care about someone i'm gonna give I'm gonna give 100, percent and and if it doesn't pan out, then that's I mean it's just that's wasn't, just how yeah. yeah. And I've learned, you know, 
to accept it, that if it doesn't work out, then it just didn't work out. And I'm grateful for the relationships that I that I had that I no longer have. But mm-hmm. I learned so much from them um, in every relationship that I had. I felt like was a building tool for me from my next relationship or and just in my relationship with my daughters. Like to me, like that's the most important you know aspect that's why i said it's a little different for me because i i got two young you know that are going to be watching and uh i know that however i treat you know their mothers or uh the next person is going to be a reflection of what they'll see yeah and, and, for and sure too so i'm glad that they're still young and that the mistakes that i made with previous mm-hmm. that it may have not been obvious yeah to them and I've changed so much since then. I want to give them the the best representation of myself. Yeah, you know? for sure. Those, yeah, in those times you could lose yourself and mm-hmm. not. Yeah, for so. sure. Every I think everybody everybody goes through it, bro. So, but we talked about um, like being present. Mm-hmm. How do you how, in your life? How how do you find that you um, can create moments and just be in the present moment like what do you do that kind of helps you with that because i think for a lot of people a lot of our lives are kind of spent in our heads bro and mm. sometimes we don't really appreciate what we have going on like right now so what are some things that you do to kind of help ground you or help be in the present moment um really what i what i try to do is when i'm creating these moments well you know with my daughters is Whatever I got going on, I, I I leave that at the door. When when I come in here, I'm a full time you know dad because I'm not there all of the time you know, and I'm sure it could be hard for me to just you know. So literally being present, which is it's not on your phone, it's not you know doing all of these things. I I literally learn to enjoy the small moments of like quality time, and I think that's what my love language is 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 quality time and uh affection and and I think that's why God blessed me with two daughters you know mm-hmm. daughters love their fathers so like that's my you know my way of like just being literally like I, I don't even know how to explain it because it's like you have to be present I don't know yeah. it may be hard for a lot of people to like just be in a moment but like for me um, I think my my life has helped me learn to just like listen just appreciate just it appre- yeah. just just literally be in a moment you don't have to capture every moment but like just just be in a moment be happy um what do you think that you do or could do or yeah because like, i i spend i i i'm in my head a lot bro so yeah. like when it I'm, I'm i'm always thinking about something so i feel like i have to actually let me um let's pause i'm gonna change the okay. battery really quick yeah. bro yeah i think i think that's hard harder and harder to do Especially because just so, so many distractions, bro. There's yeah. a lot of distractions. But certain things that help me, like when I'm with my nephew, it's really just like it's you have to do it consciously. At least for me, I have to do it consciously. Where it's like, how much how much time do I actually get to spend with with him? Right. Or like, you you just kind of realize you it just has to be a conscious thing. You yeah. have to you just kind of tell yourself like, all right, like. This is what's important right now. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, we get caught up and we can get caught up in a lot of different things. Yeah, you know? and, I, and I think it may be easier for me just because I'm not there all the time. So, like, when I'm there, I'm I'm so happy and I'm so, like, listen, like, I'm so, like, yeah. I have no choice but to live in the present because yeah. it's just, like, I'm not here all the time. So, 
I'm trying to get the best out of every situation, yeah. you know? So for sure. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. Um, yeah. Is there, um, is there a quote that you kind of try to live by or any, any sort of saying that you kind of always think about or, I mean, it, there, there are a lot, but I could do all things through Christ. That strength is me. Mm-hmm. I live by it because it's had to be my life. Like when there were times where I didn't think that I could get through a moment, which have been a lot of times or like, man, how am I going to get through this? Mm-hmm. And when I dig deep, sometimes you got to dig deep. Um, I I realized that, look, through God, through Christ, like any obstacle that you may have, you could you could do it through me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I always am consciously thinking about because I want to do a lot of stuff. So it's just like when you're trying to do so many stuff um, and you don't know how you're going to get it done. It forces you to number one have faith, mm-hmm. right? Um, but number two, realize that you can't do it by yourself. Um, you can't heal your your hurts, um, your traumas, um, your anxiety by yourself. Uh, and I learned that very very quick at a very very young age. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that helps me um, kind of just refocus. Or if I get you know lost in the sauce, I could always come back to like all right let's get back to your your core and to your values um and i think that um that's what my parents really helped me is when you're lost getting back to your core and to those things that you really really do value mm-hmm. yeah for sure and do you what do you think about um the term uh, like self-made do you think that's a thing or because you you, you kind of touched on like you can't do it by yourself like mm. there's so many things that kind of at least for me when i think about that i'm like yes i i definitely put like i do what i can myself and i i definitely feel like i work as hard as i can but at the same time i wouldn't be here if it wouldn't for so many people around me you right. know so do you kind of feel how how would you feel about that do you feel like it's you need people like to kind of yeah no for sure i mean you have to cultivate relationships mm-hmm. i mean i, I realized that like there's certain places that you can't get to with money you know what i mean like i, I think people think that a large sum of money fixes or, or helps uh, it does help but i've learned that relationships are way more important for you know, sure th- than money because it's about you know power at the, at this point so yeah. you're always going to need people um whoever says they're self-made okay i understand it but for anybody i would try to dig deeper into like you know what do you mean by that um, yeah self-made you know um and maybe they have a good you know explanation that probably makes sense like yeah. all right maybe you're self-made but me like i'm god made yeah. you know what i mean like god helped me be here yeah god, god made i like that yeah <laughs> god made man yeah. No, for sure so yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a good point though like you say uh money i mean definitely money can provide you oh, with man. like so many what resources and Open so many doors man it's so yeah. many places that i've been yeah with no money in my pocket i'm and but i'm wherever i needed to be because of those relationships exactly like yeah, the people you know like you can get in the door if like you don't have to have money but if you know somebody you're really locked in with somebody like that can't not necessarily have that your money wasn't good here yeah this doesn't we don't care about your money sir who are you okay i know oh 
yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I learned. My father helped me learn that very, very quick, man. When I um, saw all of that he's accomplished, um, although it, it was God made, I just got a chance to just watch him build relationships that he still has and that could still open doors from for many people, man. So that's what I, I took from um, having my father. Uh, shout out to my father uh, mm-hmm. for being present and um, putting in, you know, effort. So, yeah, yeah. man, but having those relationships, man, uh, open up so that's many doors. Yeah, that's something that I've I think about more than anything is, like, when I'm especially just doing the podcast and right. just trying to, like, over the past year, like, I definitely made a conscious effort just to kind of put myself out there, and it's 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 really helped a lot, oh, yeah. bro. Like, you about to go federal, bro. This is this is going this is going to be special, man, and and that's why I wanted to be a part of it because I came in here and I got a chance to just see you be real and authentic, um, allowing people into your house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just 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 things like um like that. I was like, oh no, this is gonna this is gonna be special. What's it called? Yeah. The most vulnerable player. You dig me? <laughs> you dig me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I love uh, that. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it, bro. I mean, I and I, I, I could sit here and say I look straight into the camera. Like, I really do. I do this because I just, I mean, I love it, bro. And, like, I yeah. love having these conversations. And I don't ever want that to change. Like, I just want to keep it. Like, obviously, like, um, there's definitely a part of me that wants to grow it and just wants to reach more people. But... I never wanted to change the reason I do it, you know. Right. I just try to stay true to that. and Yeah, so when you get into that big, you know, studio or wherever you want to be, you could really come back to this moment and be like, all right, this is really what I'm doing it for. And yeah. You know, we could play it back. Like, and when you still have that core value, I'm going to look you in your eye and be like, <laughs> most vulnerable player, man. Yeah. yeah. That's real P, man, for sure. Yeah. I don't even know how that, like. It's hard. Came about, bro. It's hard. I said, both. Okay, you you trying to talk to me for real now? Huh? You trying to really get me out my my elements and like you know get into some core man. So I, I love that man. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a theme song. <laughs> Do most vulnerable. <laughs> nah, for sure. We gotta work on that. I mean, I know art. I know a lot of artists. So maybe we know some could... artists, man. Hey, listen. Right now, we got a. Hey, this could be the little artist. Drop your little most vulnerable player. Tune, yeah, yeah, yeah. we gonna <laughs> you gonna pick it out. It's gonna be real player for sure. For sure, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just, I mean, just trying to stay consistent, bro. Ultimately, and I think that's with anything. Yeah, anything is just. just yeah, you're doing. Let's say you're doing a great job, and not not many people are even here with it. So the fact that you're on episode 16, unless yeah, unless you know, man, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you're doing some some really special here, um, and again, I'm honored, um, I'm blessed to be a part of it, um, and just share a little part of my life um, with yeah. you, man. Yeah, for nah, sure. I've I've really enjoyed it, bro. Like I said, we've, I mean, we've crossed paths, we've been around each other, but we've never like got a chance to really talk. And yeah, um, for sure. I mean, I look I look up to you, bro, in a lot of ways, just from a distance, and mm-hmm. I always see like you've you've always done things like the right way, and like you've appreciate that never cut corners and Mm -hmm. yeah man i mean i'm glad that we were able to make it happen ultimately no for sure man um what's what's something that um you for someone who was in your position that um lost a sibling Mm -hmm. what is 
um, it can be recent for someone, what is something that you would tell them if they're in that moment? Um, I mean, and this is gonna gonna sound easier said than done, right? Yeah. Really trusting God that He makes no mistakes. You know, when I was going through those times of like questioning God and being angry at God, and that's what I love about God that He'll allow you to feel all of those emotions um, and and express them. I know a lot of people. You know, may think that you can't question God, but you know, the the times at nights where I'm like, God, like, why are you, you know, doing this? But trusting, um, God that He'll never put too much on you that you can't bear. Um, trusting the process and understanding that this is happening for a reason, and uh, it's happening to shape your life. It's happening to groom you, um, and these skills that you'll pick up um through these trials and tribulations will help you for the rest of your life and uh i'm thankful for those moments i mean nobody wants to experience death but it's real and everybody's gonna die you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i'm glad that i got to experience it and and know what it you know feels like so when it's time for you know somebody else i know how to handle it uh i know where I can run to, you know, um, and I'm grateful for that. So it's really trusting the process and trusting that God makes no mistakes. You know, God needed my brother. God needed my sister. Um, and their time on this earth was well spent, you know, and it didn't go, you know, for granted. And that's the reason I wear 21, um, is because, you know, to, to honor him, man. And mm-hmm. that was his number. Yeah, yeah. that was, yeah. So that was, something that I felt like I could do to, you know, really represent when you see that 21 in that Senegal, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, my nephews are now trying to wear that number too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So all of those things are, and um, his, and he's very much still alive, bro. Right. Do that. You right. Know? And we're talking about him right now. Yeah. So let, it just lets me know that like, listen, like it wasn't in vain. Um, and so many lives were changed because of it. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, your brother, I didn't even know that. You know what I'm saying? So that touched me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to your brother. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it helped me know that and understanding that when it's time to let people go, you you, you let them go, mm-hmm. you know? And you have to cherish the people who are still here. Um, this is a lot of people. Um, you worried about somebody that you, you know, you can't change when there's people in front of you that need your love and um, would love, you know what I'm saying? So oh, that's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just cherishing, you know, that. So, yeah, for those people who may be going through tragedy or a loss, understanding uh, the bigger picture, and although it may be one day at a time, one shoe at a time, um, every day just get up um, if you're able to and be thankful that, you know, God put breath, in you mm-hmm. so you could wake up and, and be here and, and cherish that amen mm-hmm. now we <laughs> preaching sure, on here now yeah. Huh? Yeah. Play, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah yes sir <laughs> yeah um so um in the near future like what do you what are you working towards right now at the moment what so we can manifest this and you can look back and be like just just use this because i i mean i listen to podcasts all like my podcast and just mm-hmm. just to learn from everything so what do you what do you hope to accomplish like 
What are um, you working towards right now? Really just being a better father and figuring out ways that I could um, create something for my daughters. Um, right now, um, this is my daughter's candle um, that we're working on. I'm working on some scents right here just to have some some stuff. What you said you like this one right mm-hmm. here. Oh, that, that. Yeah, everything smells great in here. I appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. And um, somebody created these for me. We're gonna have to drop her um information. Yeah, for right sure. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let but me get the uh the card actually. Yeah, um, Super Bloom Wellness. Karen K. Moore. Yeah, she's uh. Shout out to Karen K. Moore. Yeah, 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 she's helping me with these. Um, just creating my own scent, man. Just mm-hmm. something real player like, man. Just. You know, so you could be smelling good. Um, hey, that's smelling good. It's like everything. Bro. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thank you with the the candle and stuff, man. Um, so just working on that, just working on ways that I could create, you know, something for my daughters to have, something for them um, to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going, shout out to my barber, um, Philly. Philly Cuts. Yeah, yeah, we're actually going to be going into business. Um, I'm going to get into the, you know. The, the the hair space man yeah so, yeah we're actually got some stuff in the work man so sure. be looking out for that we're hopefully we could get that done really soon man it's gonna be really special man and i'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure you get the first love well, i appreciate it bro. Care of you, man. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. yeah i can't wait for, for sure. that yeah now nah, you definitely got a lot going on right now and i appreciate I'm, it just let me know I, and i could support in any way i would i'd love to bro for well, sure thank you thank you um and uh anybody else you want to shout out before uh, now nah, we can, we about to go on a shout out. Yeah, I got to yeah, shout out the whole Northeast. Yeah, hey, shout real. out to uh, the whole Northeast, man. Um, man, I love I love like <laughs> I live on the East Side, but I just yeah, I love the, the Northeast. Northeast yeah, it's, a, it's just a part of you, man. Yeah, my parents still stay on that tide, so I still get a chance to. When where do I come. where do you where do you stay right now? So I, I'm I'm moving to Dallas. Um, oh, for to kind of yeah, just get into the. Um, I really love working with special education. Yeah. I don't know if that'll be you know. But right now, I think that God's using me in that space, man. It's it's a um, so you got an opportunity out there. Yeah, yeah. so um, I'm just praying, uh, you know, everything works out. Who who knows, you know? So I'm kind of just letting God lead in me right now. But yeah, um, shout out to my nephews, um, Carter, Christian, IJ, Iman. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all gotta be great, better, do it better than me. Um, I'm trying to set the bar high. So, yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to my, my nieces, Jordan uh, and Aaron. You know, my sister named her daughter after Aaron. my, Damn, you know that's so, yeah, that's amazing. So, and then I named my daughter after uh, Alyssa. So, shout out to Alyssa and Adar. And, uh, yeah, man, shout out to everybody who's pushing peace and love, um, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, that is the most vulnerable player. The biggest episode 16 16. sir yeah that's big bro big eddie always love appreciate it appreciate you bro